Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Security Officers Podcast. I'm your host, and uh, this is episode two. Today's topic is homeless. So, uh, here in San Jose, California, where I work as a patrol officer, a security patrol officer, um, there is a major crisis with the homeless. There is a population of about 45,000 to 50,000 or more. Uh, living in this, uh, I think it's under a bridge, kind of uh, by by the freeway 101, and it's uh, called the jungle. Um, what we get doing security is a lot of homeless uh, issues. Today, um, about halfway through my shift, and <coughs> towards the end, it gets pretty. Uh, Relaxed, you know, you just do your your uh, unlocks. You unlock uh, some properties. You, of course, you're uh, looking out for any you know suspicious activity going on. But for the most part, it's pretty uh, relaxed. Everyone is asleep, and um, but today I did uh, encounter two sets of homeless. Sometimes it's ridiculous. Sometimes it's like like ten different properties, <clears throat> um, with with homeless uh, issues. Uh, they they know uh, they're not supposed to be on certain properties. Like I said again, I'm in charge of uh, like twenty properties, and uh, what I mean by that is property managers assigned security officer, uh, the security officer has a patrol vehicle and they go patrol 15 to 20 sometimes even more uh properties a night per shift and um that's uh that's what i do so anyways i, I that uh group of homeless people were uh, in front of a store eating chatting uh, I, I didn't get a call from uh from uh you know the client I just saw them I always go interact with people now a lot of people are very uh, I don't know abrasive or apprehensive about talking to a security officer they see a uniform um, you know they some of them are nice some don't look at you some uh you know hate you for some reason but that's fine i don't take it personally it's just a job when i take off the uniform i'm a normal person i think i even have another different personality um because this job to do it to do a well uh, you know a good job every night which is what i excel in um, 
if you're really good, you might get a raise. Um, but it's all about staying awake. Like, you have to, uh, working patrol at night, you know, if you're not a night, night owl, uh, you have to convert into one. Uh, f- for example, I, I came back, I, I'd done patrol about six years, but I stopped doing it for like about a year. And three months ago, a company that I worked for before for about a little over a year, uh, about 16 months, they called me and they wanted me to come back. And, uh, you know, after some uh, talks, uh, I was rehired. And um, I'm happy where I am right now. Uh, this, This is my night job. I have a day job. And um, you get the hang of this. I've trained about 60 guards. Uh, I just trained uh, one last week. And now about two weeks ago. And then um, trained one uh, about two months ago. Six weeks to two months ago. And the expectations. So like the, the people have been doing this for years. Uh, know that a lot of the security guards or security officers they quit because I don't know why I mean they can't take the heat you know they got to get out of the kitchen uh, doing security uh, you, you encounter a lot of people and uh, you're you're confronting them you're you know you, you got to tell them to leave you're the uh, enforcer for that property uh, legal enforcer you're assigned by the client you're assigned by the uh, security agency that you work for and uh, you have to um, okay and uh, I'll be right back I gotta I gotta do some work. Okay, I'm back. Uh, yeah, we were talking about homeless. Uh, so today I, I had an interesting um, encounter with uh, with a homeless person with about, I would say about five or six of them. So uh, patrolling this one property, there was this van that uh, somehow always happens to I always happen to come across him. He's, I kick him off of one property. He goes to randomly shows up at a, another one of my properties, properties, and they're uh, they're next to each other. So this guy, I don't know how the hell he's like a hoarder. If you're in a van and you're a hoarder, you didn't even have a place to sleep. This guy didn't even have like, I, I don't know. Too, he has too much shit in his van and. Uh, I try to be nice with them unless they're uh, they don't listen. This guy already had been uh, his van wouldn't start on one of my properties that I'm assigned to, and he uh, he tried to bullshit making people out, being uh, hard with them. Yet also, uh, uh, probably you know I don't know them, but. If they're homeless, something went wrong. So 
today, uh, yeah, I, that one guy, I told him, if your car doesn't start, you got to get it going, otherwise we're going to tow it out of here, and um, I gave him a couple hours, you know, to, to move it, um, and then I go park around the corner, do my report, and this other homeless guy that I encountered yesterday that I kicked off of the property and called the cops on, uh, calls me some, um, some choice words. He has some choice words. Started cursing and, uh, called me something I did not like. So I approached him and I asked him if he had an issue. And, uh, he said that I had kicked him off of the other property yesterday and, uh, confronted me and started yelling at me, um, if you're on this job long enough, if you, if, yeah, you, so you have so many interactions that you know exactly what to say. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully you learn something and you use those skills, those uh, verbal judo skills. So essentially he ended up apologizing. And um, what I do without getting much into detail because this will be a part of my book on how to approach um, the book that I'm writing. One of the chapters will be how to approach uh, homeless people, how to get them to leave the property. So you don't have to call the police because um, like I said before, if you call the police, you're wasting their resources. You know, they got to be free for big shit like shootings and stabbings and, you know, People doing crazy shit. Uh, the police are got to be free for that, and also to help each other out. You know, if I don't like wasting police resources, so I I, I do my best to um, to take care of the situation and do my job as I should, do it properly, without having to get um, police assistance. Um, if you do security. Now, and let's say you you uh, confront someone there on on property, and they refuse to leave. They just keep on loading up recyclables, and they just—I've never had anybody say it, but let's say they say "fuck you," uh, <laughs> and they just keep on, um, you know, ignoring you. So. Uh, is not an option. You can't lose your cool because don't take it personally. Even if you're having a bad day and you went like you're, you went to work anyways. Uh, you know you gotta work. People gotta eat. Gotta pay the bills. Um, yeah, don't take it out on these these guys. Even if they're being if you know even if they're cursing at you, uh, just don't just relax. Um, don't say anything back don't just take a breather go in your car or walk away and uh if they're following you or something like i've never had anyone do this but just say all right sorry to bother you you have a you have a good night and if they keep on persisting put your hand up uh your left hand up like a stop sign and back away because you don't want to get into altercation just in case that happens um, if that doesn't work, extend your hand and, uh, see, I'm getting in too much into my book here. 
But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll dive in further with the technical, uh, you know, uh, technical or tactical ways of security um, in my book. But yeah, so those guys, uh, I was doing my, um, yeah, I had to talk with him sternly and he ended up apologizing. Basically, when someone uh, comes at you, you want to humanize yourself. You want to tell them, hey, man, I'm just I'm just doing my job. OK, I'm just trying to do my job. And my job is to kick you out because the property manager assigned me to this proper private property and I got to take care of it. Now, like I told this guy, I, I, I don't want to be a dick. You know, if I was a dick, I, I would have called the cops on you right now. Your your van is stuck, uh, you know. They would have towed your shit, you know. But I didn't do that. Okay, I gave you a chance to get it running and get off property. Um, and um, yeah, they understood that. And you gotta build a, a reputation too. Like if you're assigned to a certain area, people will know if you know. Like me, I believe I have, uh, people know that I'm stern, my, my reputation, uh, for the area that I'm at currently, the homeless people, they know that I'm stern, you know, uh, that if I have to, uh, you know, I'll, I'll kick him out. I'll tell them you got to leave the property or I'm going to call the cops and you'll be issued a citation for arrest. Which is, I mean, they can either physically arrest him or they can just give him a citation, which is the same thing without actually booking him in, in the uh, jail. So, uh, most, uh, most people leave, but some choose to stay and then they get that citation. Um, and, um, yeah, it's... You got to walk that, that line. You know, some homeless people, like there's this lady. Uh, she must be 80. She must be 80 or 90. I'm not kidding you. Uh, well, she, at least she looks like it. And um, I asked her something, you know, she she's technically not on my property, but she's next to it. She uh, she like get, a lot of homeless people do this for protection. They get umbrellas. And they prop them on the side so they kind of hide themselves in a corner. Or This lady happens to be in the middle of a uh, sidewalk, which is, you know, technically public property. Uh, I ask her, you know, if some people look really thin. Now, I'm not judgmental. I don't know if they do drugs or not. But if they're elderly, it, it kind of... Um, it gets to me a little bit and I wonder if they eaten anything so I asked them have you eaten uh, of course they want to eat so they'll say no and uh, sometimes I have some sandwiches and, and some waters and I hand them out now I don't do this every day you know I, I can't afford to do that but you know about once a week or, or maybe twice a week if then I'll give them, give them a sandwich give them something to eat and uh, I, I got to keep that balance because as a security officer, you don't want people to hate you. 
you don't want people to, you know, um, get aggressive towards you. One day, you know, after you kick them out like five times, one day they might just snap and assault you. And then, you know, you're hurt and you can't work. And then uh, they're in jail. So nobody wants that. Best thing to do is a preemptive uh, measure is building your reputation. Um, And this has worked for me as being both a hard ass when you have to be and also helping them out you know when you can now if you have uh if you have orders to um with homeless uh and we want them out of here they're breaking into vehicles or they're they they just don't want them on property then what you got to do there is you know Hold on a second. Uh, I'll be right back. Um, I'm at work. So hold on. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I have to go take care of something real quick. But yeah, what I said before is build your reputation. Um, you kind of got to have a, a split personality. Um, this is just advice. So I've been doing this uh, since 2012. And um, this is just advice, you know, take it or leave it. It's not. Um, it's just the best advice I could give. It may or may not work for you now. It's up to you if you want to take it. Up to you if you want to use it on the job. Um, patrolling the property right now real quick. Yeah, I'm so busy that I I want to... I've been getting a lot of uh, subscribers on Instagram. Uh, the security officer's uh, podcast. Um... So I'm, I'm trying to complete the, these episodes, but at the same time, I'm so busy that I just got to bang them out while I'm at work, I guess. Um, and if something happens, then I pause it. I hope uh, everyone understands. Uh, I hope that if I don't, I don't know if all you guys are doing security. I know there's uh, people from other countries listening to this. I'm from the United States. I'm in San Jose, California. Um, yeah, different rules over there, different. But, you know, we're all people. I think this, my advice should apply. When you're doing security, you may use it in different languages. I know a lot of countries patrolled parking lots. I know a lot of countries um, also speak uh, English or American, whatever you want to call it. Um, So moving on, I want to talk a little bit about interactions with police, uh, police officers. 
So I have a few friends who are police officers. Um, and when, when you do a report, when you call the police for something, um, they give you a, a case number. You want to put that in your report. Okay. You want to be professional. You want to speak to them in a professional manner. You know, you're representing not only yourself, which is probably the most important thing, but you're also representing your company, which, you know, is how you get paid. So that that should be important to you. Um, Also, you're you're representing all security, not just... (laughs) You know, <clears throat> not just your company. You're representing all security guards. Put that in mind. Uh, a lot of security guards, I see the attitude there, or security officers, like they don't, they don't give a shit. They're just like, I'm here to get a check. I'm here, like that's their attitude. They don't, they don't care. They don't talk to people. They don't get involved at all. They just sit in their car and don't do shit. Um, I am the polar opposite. I love talking to people. Um, yeah, it's. I like gaining experience. Uh, while you're in uniform, people treat you differently. So, you have uh, people. They have an attitude. People who are nice. Uh, you get women. They are extra flirty. Badge bunnies. Yeah, security has them too. Not just police. Um, you know, you get different types of interactions, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but the police officers, uh, I'm actually, what they do, the way I look at them, the way I think some people understand is they're, they're putting their life on the line for us. Do you, do you understand that? Like, they can't uh, cops die every day here in the United States they get shot they get killed all while protecting us now some may argue that some of them are excessive uh, in their tactics or whatever I don't know I don't know the situations of when a police officer gets killed you know they're you know that's a special breed right there I I talked to uh a female police officer at the moment and um she she uh she's there there's a rare breed a lot of people don't don't um want to get involved patrolled parking lot see when something happens let's say you're in a in a train or anywhere a public uh Situation and someone is like assaulting someone else. Like I told her, um, most civilians don't want to get involved. I believe for two reasons: one, they could get sued, which is you know true. You could get sued, so everybody just busts out their phone and just starts recording, right? Um, that person being assaulted uh, needs your help. You know, but I think a lot of people are scared because they're like, oh, I'm going to I might get hurt myself or I'm going to get sued. Yeah, you know, you might. But 
hero heroes are a rare breed they're a rare breed and um those are the people that say no this is wrong i gotta do something i'm not gonna be one of the uh, people who just stands by and doesn't do shit pulls out my phone i think they're trying to pass a law i forget in which state it might even be a federal law that you're a um accomplice if you don't do anything um you're an accomplice to whatever's going on if if you just stand by whilst while someone's getting choked out or whatever um civilians on civilians um yeah i mean i think i saw a video yesterday of this like uh two burger and clean uh, burger king employees uh, i think one was a manager and she she's probably on some pcp or some shit and decided to go to work like that uh or she, i don't know what the hell was her issue but um she started choking out one of her own employees and, and all like the customers and um the customers and the <laughs> the employees that they were just they were just recording it they didn't do shit they did call the cops once the cops got there he she stopped choking her but shit like get involved stop it you know um I have I, I have a, a friend uh, who's a, a security officer um, at my other job, and he told me, you know, that he's he's scared to get to help people sometimes because, you know, uh, well he's African American and he's scared that if he because uh, there was a there was a security guard that stopped the shooting a few months ago and and he put the gun to the gun to the gunman's head the guy who shot people he had him uh detained he had him detained for police um full security uniform and he got shot in the head i don't know what the fuck like why you know it's not like he like people are wearing uh, security uniforms You know he, He's identified He's as a security officer Yes he had a gun Yes but he He stopped the situation He should have been Deemed a hero But he instead He was shot in the head So the, the security guard at, at my uh, other job He um, He tells me That he's scared To Like do his job And that he was uh, Talking with his wife And he was gonna He was gonna probably Quit doing security He's an armed guard Like vest And, and firearm so um yeah i mean black people go through some some hardships uh my black friend um was telling me uh, of certain situations that he's been in with with the police and uh his brother as well and they live in oakland um yeah but there's good and there's bad in every um profession and every group there's always good and bad and um yeah they have it rough they have it rough and i don't know i don't know what the solution is and was i will say that for the most part police officers are good 
They're good people. You know, because they knowingly, they put on their badge, they put on their uniform, knowing they literally might not make it home because they could get killed. What other fucking job? Like, write in the comments, okay? I, I Go to my Instagram security officers podcast. Uh, I'm going to start a Twitter soon, but I want to hear from people. What other fucking job do you know of that when you go to work? Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Uh, saw something funny. I'm driving. Uh, now, I have my headset on. Don't think I'm doing something stupid. I have my headset on, my wireless headset, and um, I'm driving. And I'm a really good driver. So, um, okay, I pulled over. And put my blinkers on real quick. Hazard lights. Yeah, police officers are good. They're good people because you know they protect us. And that that to me is like that's those are angels. Like I'm not getting trying to get religious, but yeah, come on. Um. What other job do you know of? I know there's high-risk jobs like military and all that. Yes. Yes, I understand that. But here in the United States, um, when someone snaps, everyone, I would say 90% of people call the cops. Or if not, the cops get called by someone else. Um, And they show up to the worst shit imaginable the worst that humanity has to offer uh they're they're the problem solvers they're the the ones that that are paid to do it yeah they they actually do get paid good money i mean i know some departments may not but here in san jose fuck they they get uh you know you just look it up online and see how much they, they make they make good money um silicon valley you know and all right you know i'm gonna I'm just going to say that, 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 yeah, there's both good and bad. And uh, my interactions with police, for the most part, have been good. Now, uh, I have had a couple, not only with police, but with, like, the fire department. Um, they they just, they look down on security. They're just, they just want to, they probably had a bad experience back then, and they just want to take it out on someone uh, they had a bad experience with another guard and they just want to take it out on you. And that's fine. Like, whatever floats your boat. But, um, they're, as long as they don't, uh, like, if something happens negatively with the police officer, which I don't even remember it happening, but I did have a negative interaction while I was uh, working. Um, I responded to, uh, I responded to a, uh, smoke alarm, right? Some neighbor said, Hey, my neighbor's, um, my neighbor's smoke alarm has been going off for like half an hour, 45 minutes. And, um, and they're concerned. So... Um, 
basically I had to call a fire department and the people were saved um they were in some smoke they left some beans cooking or something cooking and and um yeah they they were um they were saved if I look if I had just said oh everything's good in my report and left the property their apartment could have caught on fire that whole building would have caught on fire you know shit would have been uh, it would have hit the fan shit would have hit the fan pretty much but I, I went above and beyond and what I mean by that is there's no smoke coming out of the door you go to respond to something if you don't see smoke you, you and nobody's answer, answers the door you have a you have like a lot of things you gotta do and um, you have a lot of things you gotta do and hold on And it's it's easy to to just be an average security officer. It's very easy. You just do the minimal tasks and move on. Now, if you want to go above and beyond, which is what I've achieved, is I take my job very seriously. So um, the way I look at it, you're in charge of, uh, of certain properties or whatever, one property, and you're... You're their uh, protector, basically. If something happens, you're the one that's supposed to um, either call the cops or, or take care of it. And by what I mean by take care of it is it's different situations, different situations, and uh, it's good to to build a re- rapport and talk with people, talk with residents, like I did earlier today. Um, there are some residents that like watch their own property. And you got to talk with those guys. Um, you got to ask them, like, everything okay? That's what I do. Like, everything okay? And you can say, can I help you? That That's, like, with the attitude. That's more aggressive. And then you're going to get a negative response from them. So that's not, that doesn't work. You got you to gotta say, can I help you? Now, that's a kind way to approach people. Because if they're just staring at you like this guy was... Uh, I wanted to see what his deal was. Was he aggre- Was he trying to be aggressive with me? Was he a trespasser? What was his deal? You know, he ended up uh, living there, t- telling me that he lived there for a few years. And I asked him, uh, hey, I just got this account. Can you tell me a little bit about this property? Have you lived here a few years? Um, he said, yeah. Uh, well, we have, we have problems with, with homeless. We have problems with them breaking into uh, you know empty apartments this and that that's great I mean that that information is gold because I I didn't know that it wasn't put in my notes the property manager didn't tell us didn't tell me nobody told me about that uh, sometimes it's good to talk with residents it makes them feel safe um, so build a rapport uh, but back to that story the the uh, yeah, basically those people's lives were saved. Now, somebody else could have called the fire department, but I called them. 
they showed up and they the the police uh, i mean the fire department chief was upset at me because uh there was there's multiple entrances to that property and he wanted me to magically be at uh, one of those entrances i have no idea you know they have uh they have keys fire department i think i think fire department and police have keys to to the city they could just go into any property because emergency services need to be able to gain access into any property right uh there's like an old lady that fell and broke her hip then they need to get to her and they can't rely on what if that property doesn't have security what if you know they're not going to break a window they could get sued for that probably i don't know um so yeah i mean i don't know this guy had just had an attitude with me uh, he was a, the fire department chief uh that's what he said he's he was the chief but the other their firefighters were were hella cool you know they were they were very cool and they uh they showed me the scene afterwards and then you know i i asked him if my uh presence was re um was needed and they said no you can leave if you want are you security for this property i was like no no i just do patrol here but i responded to this call and i'll do my report i took a picture of the of the uh fire in the stove the residents came out with their uh, eyes really really red like devil red and what happens is if you're in a in a fire and and you're asleep okay the fire actually puts you into like a trans like state where you cannot wake up you can't wake up even if you want to yeah so um you gotta be forced up and well those guys though that family's uh lives were saved that day that is something i'll take with me throughout my whole career knowing that i they did thank me afterwards um the residents who you know they were hospitalized afterwards they they're put given oxygen they thanked me for you know responding the way that I did and uh, I get I get those things uh, those thank yous sometimes um, but it's just I didn't even need them I, I, but it's nice it's nice to get to get those you know those are rare uh, makes you feel good and lets you know that you're doing a good job and then you'll continue to do a good job um but yeah for the most part police are are good especially you know they see that you're a good security officer and you're just doing your job and but don't call them for any little problem that's stupid because you're going to build a negative reputation with the police department that you're working in the city that you're working in they're just not going to come out and help you it's like the boy who cried wolf like uh if you don't know that story then look it up i can't go into it much i gotta get back to work but basically um yeah only call the police when you actually need them now i'm gonna in my book i'm gonna give you a security tactic where you can give the impression that you're i'm not gonna go into it uh there's different methods of doing security and and uh of getting your job done without having to escalate the situation and um 
you know having to call police or any anybody else uh, supervisor or anything like that just just do it yourself that's what you're there for that's what you get paid for um and uh and i actually got to get back to work but um i i did just want to say in this uh that you know I don't understand why people, some people hate police. I I don't get it. They hate security too. I mean, why? Um, They're here to protect you. Are you a fucking idiot? Like, I'm here to protect the property. Um, If there's like a a woman, if there's something that comes across this uh needs my assistance as as a man forget me wearing the uniform if i see like a guy beating up on a woman i'm gonna step in you know uh i'm gonna help her and i'm gonna use my my training martial arts or boxing whatever i have to do to defend someone and first i'm gonna call the cops then i'm gonna probably step in but some must some people might not want to step in because they might get hurt i'm a pretty big guy and I've been told that uh, I have an intimidating um, look, I guess. So I, I never actually had to do that. I can just uh, pretty much command someone to do something and they don't want to risk getting into a fight with me. Uh, so they'll, they'll stop. They'll just stop whatever it is they're doing. Um, yeah, uh, and I'm very fortunate that I don't have to uh, go the extra step. Um, but yeah, police officers are, are good in my book and I'm actually, um, hoping to become one soon and uh, I might still do security, but, uh, that's, that's why I got into the security industry is to become a police officer. And now I'm adequately prepared. I'm, you know, I'm. I'm sit. I'm aware uh, of what to do when you have these interactions, which is just the same thing with police officers. But it is worse. Like you go into some crazy shit. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I've seen a lot of police videos, and they get it's like wow. They they see the worst of of humanity. Uh, I don't even want to say some of the things they they respond to, but yeah, I'm ready for it. I, I believe I want to protect people. I want to protect kids who who deserve uh, protection, and I don't care if people hate police officers. I don't care if they hate security. Um, I don't want to get religious or anything like that. I know you guys may may not be Catholic or Christian, but in the Bible it says. Um, you know two things treat uh basically treat those treat others as you would like to be treated and um you know for forgive them for they do not know i'm not i haven't really i don't know the the exact words but basically that one sticks with me forgive them for they do not know those are the idiots who hate police and hate security because they think it's cool 
or because they want to be anti-law enforcement or because they want to be uh, dicks. Those are the same fucking idiots who are going to call the cops one day or, or need uh, security. And they're just going to forget the, the time that they uh, were, were being dicks or, um, uh, you know, towards law enforcement. Um, I don't know what their deal is. They they just see someone in a badge and they they want to say uh, they want to they want to provoke you, but you got to keep your cool and you you can't do you can't do nothing unless they uh, they try to do something. Unless they actually do something, then you have to defend yourself. But um, yeah, I just. police officers um they are the the angels here on earth they're they're sent by god here to protect us that's what i believe and some of them fall some of them die uh protecting us and when you sign on you know to the police force to any job that you might put yourself in danger you're fully aware that that might happen now you do everything in your power against it you have backup you have uh you know you have different things that you can do uh but it's understandable how some police officers are jumpy you know they have so much they have they just deal with like a bunch of uh you know altercations all day what do you do you expect them to be calm after that no they're gonna be jumpy <laughs> you know they they just came from let's say a police department is short-handed right it's short-staffed or understaffed and uh they like i talked to this uh police officer in palo alto a few months ago and he had i don't know how he had worked 16 hour shifts consecutive 16 hour shifts four consecutive 16 hour shifts you know, and imagine how many altercations or how many, um, you know, imagine how many, um, you know, different situations he's seen and he's, he has lack of sleep, um, you in those situations you just want to you want to stop whatever's going on your 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 brain um is on full alert and um you might want to just you know you got to take care of your job you got to do your job but you might you might not be the happiest you know police i mean it's not they get called for major events so i think uh common misconception is that they're um that they're assholes that they're use excessive force that they're racist and some might actually i mean that's not entirely untrue but in my experience uh i'd say 90 percent or more than that out at least 90 percent they're they're good you know they're good people and they're people 
keep that in mind. You know, they're not some kind of a supernatural entity, uh, although <laughs> some may argue that they are. Um, you, they have to be respected. You have to respect them, and and um, you know, when I talk to someone, I'm wearing a uniform as security. They get, they, they like, uh, I know a thought pops into their head, one or two thoughts, like, oh shit, uh, or, or um, why does he want to talk to me, or why is he, what's going on here, and the other one might be, oh, he's just, just a security guard, but when they see a police officer, I imagine the thought goes in their head, like, oh shit, this guy's a cop. He has his gun, uh, you know, he has a, a gun. He has his hand on his gun. Uh, or he has, he can pull it out. And, and they just start thinking that uh, bad thoughts. And um, and then those bad thoughts turn, turn into bad actions. I think it's just an intense moment when you're um, talking to a police officer. They're, they're just, you know, they're talking. I mean, some people probably think that they want to throw them in jail and um, and that it's going to be all bad. Like, no, they just, just want to know what's going on. If you're not doing anything illegal, you're, um, you're the one who's going to escalate the whole thing. And yes, they can put they can put you in jail if you if you fuck up. So um, yeah, when you when you uh, talk to a police officer, you gotta be genuine because they can read um, bullshit. They have bullshit meters, and um, just be authentic and and don't lie. You know. A lot of people, they're they're just like, I don't want to talk to this guy, and I don't I don't like being. I think they they feel uh, helpless because yes, police officers do have power, and they can arrest people and they can't put them in jail. But if you're doing nothing wrong, what? Why are you acting like a scared puppy? You know. Um. Have confidence and and just talk to them and let them know and then thank them uh, afterwards um you know that that's me talking right now as a security officer okay now if I become police officer then I may have a different opinion and um We'll see how that goes. But. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to talk about police officers for a little bit. I know a few police officers. And I have some family who are police officers. Um, they've done great things in their in their job. And they're good people. You know, they're family. Uh, family. Uh, they have families. And they, um, they're, they're just good people, you know, and I don't know what, what, why 
people the people just see bad like in the news all you see is negative shit right i try to stay away from that all all you see is uh you know like a police officer did this wrong they did that wrong and yeah do do you understand that police officers are humans that they make mistakes do you know that and that mistake could be as little as um i don't know uh arresting someone that they shouldn't have arrested or it can be as big as killing someone when that person didn't even have a gun you know though those are is probably probably the the biggest reason why i haven't really focused a hundred percent on uh finishing my schooling to become police officer because I want to get a little bit of more training now I've been doing this security for eight years I, I believe I'm adequately prepared now which is what I believe uh, police officers should do. They should have at least seven years, eight years training before they go out into the world, um, you know, and to have interactions, life-changing interactions when you think about it because they can, cha- they have the power to change people's lives. They really do. Um, and now that could be in a positive way or it can be in a negative way. And most people's um, uh, is think it's all bad if the cops are here. Earlier, uh, th- there was an um, I got called for um, for uh, escort. See, uh, I escorted or I walked a young female to her vehicle because she felt unsafe. Okay. Uh, when I did that, she told me about problems with her neighbors and this and that. And uh, she left and I was walking the property and not even 10 seconds passed. And uh, the neighbor came uh, came at me and she just started barking about she's a little crazy. And she was just talking negatively about her neighbor. And, and, and I said, uh, what do you want me to do? I mean, is there immediate threat here? Do you want me to call the police? What's going on? She's like, oh no, she uh, she's slamming her door and this, like over exaggerating. And and um, some people, they they just, it's sad, but yeah, they just have no life, and they blow shit out of proportion. Like they live in their house and. They peek out the window every five seconds, probably on some kind of drug or probably just on coffee all the time. Or they just they're just negative people. And and this one happened to be one of them. And I don't know what to do in that situation. So uh, what I did is uh, two different stories is, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I don't know what they want from me. You know, I can't be an instant problem solver when it comes to two neighbors arguing, which is actually the most common thing that happens doing security. Like people hate each other, um, neighbors especially. I don't know why that is. I mean, you move into a place. I think some communities is rare, but some communities are are really um, tight. I, I get people 
you know, I, I go into some certain community communities where they always have someone watching, and they'll even uh, come up and, t- and talk to me. There's always things that happen, and that's good. That's great. That's awesome that you're uh, that you recognize me, and and that you're coming over to tell me, hey, uh, this happened or that happened, and that that helps me out a lot, you know. Um, but I don't know why people hate their neighbors so much. It's like they want peace and quiet all the time. They don't want their neighbors to make a peep. And when they make noise, they don't want anybody to call them. See, it's like a like a cycle, uh, never ending cycle. Actually, a circle because. Uh, Neighbors call for a noise disturbance against other neighbors. And then those neighbors, as retaliation, uh, call them against other neighbors. And it's just... And some don't even talk to each other. Some don't... They won't talk to each other because they fear, uh, like, a confrontation. It's a lack of communication. I think you should talk with your neighbors. Like my neighbors where I live, I, I, I honestly I don't talk with them, um, because everyone's doing their own thing, and and um, I see them every once in a while. I'll say hi if they see, say hi. But um, for Halloween, I think that's the only interaction that I have with them. They bring their kids over, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they, they all they all have little kids and they they uh, ask for candy and I give them candy, you know and I'll give them like a whole bar uh, of uh, whatever candy bar and they're happy, you know and that actually changed because uh, this one neighbor used to hate me parking my car by his house but there's no other parking and it's public property so I can park I could legally park there and. Um, I think he had his kids over to my house uh, asking for candy for Halloween and I gave him all big ass, you know, chocolate bars. And after that, uh, yeah, he stopped, um, stopped arguing. He went so far, I think about a year ago as to knock on my door and ask me to move my car because he wanted to put his trash, his trash uh, there. And there's plenty of room to put it elsewhere. He just wanted it there. He Every Friday, he wants it right there. Uh, but ever since then, funny thing happened is uh, he moves it to another spot. He lets, he allows me to park there without, you know, having an altercation with him. Because I think lack of communication between neighbors uh, leads people to believe that that their neighbors are bad people. And no, they're not. Go talk to them. You'll find out. Um, I, I heard this podcast. Um, I think it was a TED Talk. And it was um, this lady. This um, lady in, I think, North Carolina or somewhere. And sh- what she did was um, she put a like a picnic table outside in her front yard. And then she put like a teal... Um, you know cloth over it and 
I think she started a website or she did some flyers. And this was her way of inviting her neighbors over to chat. Whenever she put that cloth over that table, that's like a, a sign to that neighbors know, hey, you're welcome. Come over here. Let's talk. Come, come to my property. Let's, let's just talk. And um, that's a great idea. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of people don't have houses, you know, but uh, that's, that's, uh, it's great that people actually make the effort to communicate with their neighbors and um yeah i saw a story uh on on facebook the other day too um this one guy uh uh elderly couple um a guy and his wife were in bed okay their house were broken into it was two teenagers they were in blast black masks they were asking where the uh drugs were or where the meth is yeah the, the meth they're they're like they pistol whipped them the wife had cancer they dragged her out of bed and uh the husband yelled she has cancer and this guy hit him really hard in the head he was bleeding everywhere hit they hit the wife too horrible horrible like you're in your home and your castle and you 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 want to be safe and you know, they didn't even have any meth. They got the wrong house. And they, once they realized that, they left. So after that, uh, they... Um, after that, they... They left. I think two weeks after, they left the, the home. They tried to sell it. But they just left somewhere else. And they're like, all these guys know where we live. The police hasn't, hasn't caught them. So... You know, I don't know where they got they got the strength to come back, and they said, "No, we're not going to let these, um, you know, uh, people or whatever you want to call them, uh, scum. I would call them, you know, kick us out or drag us out of our, our home and our life. Yeah, you have to stand up to people like that. Um, so what they did is they built a strong community, and." Um, they watch out for each other now. You know, it happens to be a cul-de-sac, which is great. If any car goes into the property, you know, they they know who it, they need to know who it is, or they, you know, they go question them, and they're safe. You know, that's that's what a, a strong community is. And there's there's different um, ends of the spectrum here, and. Uh, I, I do ha hope I, I find a community like that uh, and and they welcome me in or maybe I'll build one where everyone feels safe around each other and you know hard to get into the property because uh, thieves and bad people go into properties and see what they can get away with they're like little raccoons and, and possums um, you gotta stop them you can't you know yeah it's just it's just crazy out there and we have to do what we have to do 
You're, you're assigned to be a protector, essentially. You see, that's, that's what I take it as. Um, you're protecting pri- private property. But when you're on a, um, like an apartment complex, um, I interact with some people, some don't. They just ignore me even though I say hi. But I would still protect that person that didn't say hi if something was happening. Um, observe and report, but I mean, if you saw that guy, the same guy who was who doesn't say hi, if I saw him and he's getting beaten up or um, or like, let's say he had an accident and he didn't have a phone on him, I see him uh, in the parking lot and his leg is broken or something like that, he slipped, I would still help him, you know, even if I wasn't wearing a uniform, I would still help that person. You know, um, again, you I go back to people not wanting to help other people because they're scared. They're, they're going to get sued or um, that they're going to get hurt themselves. And unfortunately, that's the that's the majority of people now nowadays. Nowadays, they're just like zombies and they're like, oh, shit, I'm going to get this on my phone and I'm going to upload it and hopefully it'll go viral. Um, it's fucking stupid. Like, it's it's really stupid to, to like, everybody. I'll see videos where they're on the subway and everybody has their fucking phone out recording something. Really? 30 people recording one thing uh, yeah I, I don't know if they pass that law I don't know what people are gonna do because you, you can't if they pass that law you can get charged um, for not intervening now, another video that I saw was an old lady uh, getting hit really hard by this one guy and everybody it was on the subway and everyone was just on their phone not helping her she had like broken the guy was kicking her she had broken uh ribs she had her face was broken too her bones fragile lady 90 year old lady you know this guy probably on crack or something I, I don't know what the situation was but come on why, why are you why are you uh hitting an old woman more over why aren't people um helping her what the fuck get up and help her like there was men there you know i know some females may may not want to get involved because they're i don't know why you know i would probably catch some heat if i were to say that they are they're not strong enough but in reality you know men are the strong ones right i'm sorry if i hurt your feelings but uh yeah that's 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 what it is like and some men are just weak they're just weak and they don't gain strength they don't hit the weights they don't do any kind of exercise they're just uh yeah there's so many fucking problems in this world and um (laughs) and i gotta get back to work okay I'll be right back.
So I'm going to end episode two, season one. Um, I'll try to do another one uh, next week. I'm actually going on vacation, uh, going to Mexico for, uh, you know, about a week, a little over a week. Should be a good time. And um, I will be back to do episode three. I might do it over there, actually. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes if I could, if I have a chance. I'm just going to spend time with some family and uh, go everywhere I can. Got a lot of family over there. And, um, yeah, I'll be back to do episode three. Or if not, I'll do it over there in Mexico. Um, but you guys have a good one. Take it easy. Be safe out there. And I want to say also um, my views are expressly my own not of any corporation or entity which i am employed by okay they're just my opinions it's freedom of speech my advice take it or leave it Uh, i don't want anybody trying to blame me for for uh, something that they tried and it didn't work okay it's just advice you can take it or leave it and uh, my opinions are protected by freedom of speech okay so i might curse a little too much i mean i do get that complaint sometimes but um that's just who i am and to get a a point across uh it might come off as unprofessional but i never do that while i'm on the job i never say fuck or shit or this and that while i'm working that would definitely be unprofessional I'm just trying to get a point across here and that's unfortunately you have to use uh, you don't have to but uh, I choose to use those words as a form of expression so you understand um, what I'm trying to say but you guys have a good one and I'll see you for episode 3 and follow me on uh, Instagram the security officers podcast download all the episodes here subscribe and be safe out there